Damn, we're going old school there. It is uh, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Travis, I'm sorry. I, Travis Brown joining us now. Uh, the Eagle uh, does a great job covering the Aggies down there at uh, Bryan College Station. And uh, I almost busted into a little rap there, kind of a young MC type deal. I mean, that was uh, – Travis, that was a little before your time, the song that was just playing, okay? That was more like when I was in high school. So I, it's okay if you don't recognize that. Um, Travis, um, big news for the uh, for the Aggies today. I was just kind of looking to see, okay, what's the latest with Texas A&M? Has Jimbo, has Jimbo decided to uh, open up the recruiting in Stockholm? I mean, this is, uh, this is a fascinating pickup. For the Aggies. Yeah, going out there, getting getting the number one tight end in the country of Sweden. Uh, bringing that guy <laughs> in and, and, and just, you know, they talked about uh, that they want to have that home base in, of recruiting in Houston, but uh, we'll go out and get pieces elsewhere. I don't know if any of us really uh, expected, you know, like Sweden to be the end of that. But, yeah, they're going, they're going international uh, with, you know, they have a – a player coming in from Australia too. So this is this is an international endeavor for A and M right now, as, as far as recruiting goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking this international. This is, uh, I, I think you should try to tell your editors that you need to maybe take a trip over there to get to know this uh, this young man. Now, I guess the thing is, there's some kind of academy there in Stockholm. I don't know if the guy's ever he's been playing football for four years. He played for some kind of club. But whatever this school that he attends now or the academy, I don't think they've been able to play because of the pandemic. So can you imagine? I mean, just some there's some group that, that helped get him in the, the, the country at 6'6", 250, and I guess people saw him and the offers started to kind of pour in a little bit. I mean, this is that that is really – I don't know how in the world somebody from Stockholm ends up being the um, – like number three guy in the 2023 class, but that is yeah. where we are. And uh, you know what they told me, Travis, is that he, this kid, heard that UT was going to be in the uh, SEC, and he wanted to play Texas. So this has everything to do with the uh, the newly formed SEC editions. Just, just bring the game back, and the people will come from from anywhere. I mean, you, this, what is this going to be the, the the Luca of college football? <laughs> That's right. I think there'll be some some Luca mania well, that, and, that and goes on. The, it's an offensive tackle, uh, Jordan Moko, who is from Australia, who A&M assigned, and he enrolled early, and he's actually here, already here at A&M. And down there, I watched the little newscast that they did from a, a TV station in Australia. And, yeah, they have these, like, American football clubs, and he was playing alongside, like, like thir- you know, 30-year-olds. It, it was like almost kind of a semi-pro situation where – he just didn't make any money and trained and played with this team. And so I'm not sure if that's quite similar to what's going on in Sweden. But, yeah, it, it's, it's guys who are playing with who, – who grew up the last couple of years playing with guys who would be at the professional level age-wise here in America. But, uh, yeah, coming to, to play some, some, some good old ball in, in the South, Southeastern Conference. Yeah, that'll be good. We'll wait for him to arrive. Uh, Travis, what did the uh, – what did the Ags make of the – that number six ranking, is that um, – I, I think I saw some of your commentary. Maybe that goes all the way back to, like, 1995. One of your good buddies was getting ready to graduate from Baylor. 
that year, 1995. <laughs> I think that might have been the year several teams tied. That was right. That might have been the final year of the of the Big 12, right around then. 90. I think that was like 1995, as the Big 12 was getting ready to form. So it's been a long time since the Aggies were ranked that high. What do you What do you make of the expectations? And and how how are the how is how's Jimbo? I mean, he's used to this over the years. But these players going into a season with that much hype, how do you feel like they're handling all this? Well, what you're telling me here now is all you need is UT to start breaking apart conferences for A&M to get high, high rankings in the, the AP preseason poll. That It seems like those two <laughs> things now go, go hand in hand. I, 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 don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, it, I, I, a, lot, a lot of buzz around A&M, as you would expect. You know, of course, the, the next highest they had was number three, in 1995, like you said, behind uh, Florida State and Nebraska that year. Um, and you look back, 2013, they were number seven. 2011, number eight. 1999, they were number seven. I mean, I think it's exactly probably right where everyone at A&M expected um, them to be heading the season. You don't really go up from where you were last season when you don't return a quarterback and, and you lose your, 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 your four-year starter quarterback um, to the NFL. But – they return almost everyone on defense, and really they have an offensive line and a quarterback to replace on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and so if those things, they can get that to click, then, I mean, the, the, the sky's the limit for them uh, in, in that regard. I do think it is a little funny, though, that the, the Oklahoma – if you look on Twitter, the Oklahoma fan base – kind of has already just decided that they're in the SEC now. There's a lot of chirping going on between Oklahoma and A&M people uh, regarding that Oklahoma was ranked higher. So uh, to Oklahoma, they're already in the SEC and just counting themselves as, as, you know, one of the SEC teams in the poll now, I think. (laughs) I like the fans getting involved. Travis Brown covers the uh, Aggies for the Eagle right down there at Bryan College Station. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at – Travis underscore L underscore Brown. Travis underscore. Yeah, I know. I wish you hadn't have done that. (laughs) But we've talked about that before. And you can also see, uh, follow a lot of things at at the Eagle. There's a bunch of stuff that ends up on on there. But uh, uh, and also I'll get to in a minute some some interesting little basketball news coming out of uh, College Station. But let's stick to football for a minute. What um, Travis, what about the the quarterback? You brought it up. Uh, It's. It is rare. Even at Clemson, we don't know a ton about that quarterback, but he got a little experience last year, so everybody feels okay about him. Alabama, he's had a little experience, but we just, with Alabama, we just, whoever they plug in, we just assume is going to be a Heisman contender. We don't usually think of A&M like that, uh, like we kind of do now with Oklahoma. Who, I mean, if this thing is a college playoff, uh, you know, if this thing is going to get in the playoff, who do you think will be the guy uh, to get this done, and where are where are they right now in this in this whole back and forth? Yeah, I mean, if if, if anything, if if the, the when Jimbo first got here proved to, to hold true, they're gonna take this thing down probably to the, the 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 week before the game time before they name who the starter actually is going to be. Um, all through the off season, through spring ball, everything. If, if you told me who I was gonna put my money on. It's Haynes King. I think I'm still there, even though, you know, we get to go to practice uh, about every other day, sometimes, if not, sometimes maybe 
every three three days or so. And and the the word is that you know the players are the quarterbacks are alternating with the first team. Um, we have seen a lot of Zach Calzada with the first team in the times that we've been out there, but you kind of don't know with days off and this and that, you know, where they are in that rotation. And if it is actually one guy who is kind of moving into that, or if you're just catching the same guy every time, depending on how their scheduling is going. So it's something to note that we've seen a lot of that comes out of with the first team, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't put anything really behind that because of just scheduling. And to the point that I really thought Haynes King was going to be the guy. He has the athletic ability to move out of the pocket I don't want to call him a Johnny Manziel because that's putting a lot of weight on a, on a guy who hasn't started a game yet, but he has that kind of playmaking ability. Um, he has a good arm. He is able to get out of the pocket. I think if you have an offensive line that is unproven, that you're replacing four guys and needs to mesh together, having the guy that has a little bit of mobility that is able to extend the play uh, and, and pick up the rushing yards as the play breaks down uh, might be the way to go in that situation but that is that is assuming that the offensive line is going to take some time to, to gel together and they they could be looking pretty pretty good at this point and that also assumes that that Calzada hasn't just wowed everyone with his ability to control the offense because if there's one thing that Jimbo Fisher looks for it is the guy that that can take the reins and control a, a pretty complex pro style um, offense with a lot of verbiage and, and a lot of reads. And, and if Zach Calzada is just separated and, and proven to be the, the more mentally um, advanced quarterback, then that'd be the guy. So I think it's still pretty wide open. I still want to put my money on Hank King being the guy. Isn't it interesting that, like, Bama never misses on a quarterback? Like, I'm sitting here listening to you talk about this, and I started thinking about, uh, like, the LSU will occasionally, you know, not be great at quarterback. And they'll go through a year or two where it's a struggle. Auburn will suddenly be like, I, I don't know. We're just not there. And I guess Bama's so great at putting everybody around them. When is the last Alabama quarterback who failed? I mean, it just doesn't happen. I mean, like, Haynes King, I mean, sadly, he could, you know, have a pretty decent season. And, and they win nine games and the Aggies are going to be upset. Or whatever, but Bama. I was just wondering. I was sitting here thinking about Bama's quarterback and the little tiny bit we know of him. Yet, don't you fully expect him to be really, really good? I mean, it's kind of like sure. OU. I mean, I, I yeah. Rattler was not, you know, Rattler was not great a couple, uh, at first. And but by the way, because of where he plays now, it's like, well, Rattler's going to win the Heisman. Sure. Well, but but does, with the thing with Bama, doesn't that start with Lane Kiffin coming out there? Because before then, the, the knock on a Bama quarterback was all you had to do was make sure that you, you handed the ball off well and you, you could call the plays because you yeah. were going to hand the ball off a lot and maybe throw a couple dink or dunk passes. And, and as long as you didn't turn the ball over, Alabama was going to win a championship. So, uh, I, I mean, I think that what I mean, it's Alabama. They win, they win championships, and and now that once, ever since Lane Kiffin came in, they've continued to have that. You know, Saban will always go back and say it was Hugh Freeze and Ole Miss that changed things around for them and made them want to have that kind of uh, pass happy offense that that you know the Big Twelve was known for. And now it seems like the SEC is is of the same ilk as the the Big Twelve as far as play calling goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think that right now. 
nothing recruits better than winning, and nothing is a bigger status to these recruits than the, the places that you can pull an offer from. So if you're from, you know, Sweden, and you can get an offer from Alabama, you're going to go to Alabama because Alabama, there's a status with going to Alabama and, and, and claiming that, that, you know, I was good enough to go to Alabama. I was good enough to go to Clemson. And if you're a quarterback, looking at what he was able to do with a couple of uh, uh, Texas school uh, transfers, yeah, if you're a quarterback, you want to go play for Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and throw your, your hat into the Heisman running. So, yeah, it does seem like, there is a, a, a abundance of riches there, but I think that that's just kind of how the recruiting um, nature is with these guys. It's not necessarily like I want to go to this place where my dad went or I want to go to the school down the street that I grew up recruit, you know, loving. It's I want to go where I look the coolest. Yeah, that's interesting. And, uh, and that's why, like, even those photos, those recruiting photos, I see those A&M photos and those things look good. And, uh, boy, we've run out of time. I was going to ask you, who is uh, okay? Thirty seconds. Who has made the most money so far in in, in name, image, and likeness on the A and M roster? Who who is the most marketable guy on the team to this point? You know, it's probably going to be Isaiah Spiller um, because he. I mean, he signed with a. He already has you know, raising canes on his on his his uh, resume. A and M guys have been pretty slow. There's some of the bigger names have signed with some marketing. Uh, kind of agencies and uh, kind of taking it taking it slowly so far. So there hasn't been any huge earth-shaking deals. The one to look out for, there was some Twitter back and forth between uh, uh, Aggieland's own Lane's Chicken Fingers and Chase Lane, the wide receiver, and that just seems like a match made in heaven. So all eyes are on that right now in Aggieland. Okay, okay. And by the way, Lake Highlands has named a starting quarterback. More on that to come. Uh, all right, Travis. Hey, appreciate it, buddy. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it. Thanks.